Hello? Hey, babe. Hey, everything all right? I just been thinking about how much I've grown. Mm-hmm. Through friendships, relationships, they don't bother me anymore. That's because God is growing you. Letting go. You know that I'm changing, you know that I'm changing. No more always, no more always. New doors are open. I'm no longer broken. Strategies high, I'm living my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I pay my tithe, I pay my tithe. New blessings on my life. New blessings on my life. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the way of being blessing me. All I see is opportunity. You open doors that was hard to believe. I thank God you keep favor on me. Check my bank account, all my bills pay. Don't keep up and miracles raining all on me. I'm still alive. Food on my table, God is good. You know he's able It's the way of me Blessing me It's the way of All I see is opportunity oh, You open doors It was time to believe I can't believe I think I can get favor on me It's the way of me Blessing me into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house improve me now herewith says the lord of hosts if i would not open to you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing i know i've been changed things ain't the same since you came my way yeah you show me something different you show me something new you came and turned me around i was lost now i am found Blessings on blessings, blessings on blessings. Windows of heaven, keep pouring our blessings. I don't know how, would you do it? My head keeps spinning when you do it. I can't find one reason, but you showing on this season. Yep, it's the way to, it's the way you do, yeah, yeah. It's the way to, you can bless it. It's the way you do, it's the way to, yeah. It's the way to. It's the way you keep blessing me. It's the way you keep blessing me. All I see is opportunity. Opportunity. You open doors that was hard to believe. I thank God you keep favor on me. It's the way you keep blessing me. All I see is opportunity. You open doors that was hard to
Well, I guess we struggle with streaming today. <sighs> What's going on, everybody? What's going on? This is Trailblazer Radio. I am your host, Mr. Frederick Beattie. Frederick Beattie, and what you guys just heard was the single called It's the Way by Boostar and Dash featuring Kevin Stewart, which is available right now. Um, talent, most definitely a talented young lady that we had on the podcast a while back. Um, but thank you guys so very much for tuning in to us, man. Thank you guys so very much. You guys could be anywhere else, but you guys are right here rocking out with us. And we most definitely, definitely appreciate that. So before we jump into this thing, jump into this thing, man, as you see, I got some friends with me, y'all. So we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some things. Before we do that, let me just throw a little bit of a few, a few announcements out here, man. So uh, like, if you guys, if you guys have not already, man, go to our YouTube channel, Trailblazers Radio. Take a look at our content, man. And if the content resonates with you, man, go ahead and hit us, hit us, hit that subscribe button. Also, get that bell notification to let you know when we, when we go, when we go live, and also when we throw out some shorts and things of that nature. So, do me a favor, hit that, hit that subscribe button, man. We are still on the road to 100 subscribers, man. We are close, but we're not quite there yet. But we are very, well, we are close. We are very, very close. So. If my content resonates with you, hit that subscribe button. And also just follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, make sure you follow our host um, on all their available social media platforms. And also follow these two gentlemen right here on their available social media platforms as well. Um, we, as a collective, most definitely thank you for that. And we most definitely appreciate you for doing that for us. Um, you have no idea what that means to us as you know, as authors, as podcasters, as as poets, and everything else that we ever, all the other things, all, all the other things that we do, it means a lot to us. So, thank you guys so very much from the bottom of our heart. Um, with that being said, man, look here. Tell y'all right now, we about to have a conversation. <laughs> about to have a real conversation. So, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna throw this disclaimer out here right now. So, what you about to hear is just or basically what we think. The term we're about to talk about is your thought process and your thinking may differ, and that's cool. Every everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own objective or subjective thought. But this is just what we we us three gentlemen think about this subject. And I'm gonna, the subject is the subject is gonna be one that I think a lot of people. They touch on it, but then they don't touch on it. They talk about it, then they avoid it, and then they just don't talk about it all together. So, what am I talking about? <laughs> Funny y'all should ask that. We're talking about masculinity. We're gonna we're gonna try, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do our best to do a deep dive into this thing, man. We're gonna do our best to do a deep dive. In this right here, we I get the gentleman, these gentlemen here can agree with me. There's so many moving parts to this, yes, but I think there but I think we all think so. Let's start it off by talking of let's let's just throw let's just kind of just throw out the definition of what masculinity is 
because I, so masculinity according to the oxford dictionary masculinity is defined as qualities or attributes regarded as characteristic of men or boys masculinity is a set of attributes behaviors and roles associated with men and boys although masculinity is largely thought to be socially constructed research indicates that some behaviors considered masculine are biologically influenced now we're not going to jump up on the biologically influenced stuff but we are going to jump on the first part of that definition qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of men and boys that that's at its basis is what it what is what masculinity is. Now, before we even get into this, man, look, I got I like I said, I got friends with me. Joining us, joining us on the stream tonight is my is my brother, is my brother. I've known this guy for Jesus some ages now since we were since we were and also this other brother I met of Medica met about Three, two or three weeks ago, man. But yo, but, but I was been looking forward to this conversation with him <laughs> for a while now, man. Um, one half of the one half of the duo of shaking up the algorithms, algorithms podcast, Mister David Crouch, man. First of all, thank you guys for taking your time to be up being here with us tonight, man. And I most definitely appreciate y'all presence here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. That's what's up, man. So. Then, so let's so let's so let's let's get into this, bro. Let's just jump into this, man. So, the dictionary definition. Uh, are we? I think. I guess. Are we all in one? Are we? I guess. Are we all in one? One agreement on that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely agree with that. It's definitely attributes of uh, males and stuff. So yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's what they were all in agreement with. So, right. yeah, we hear you, man. Okay. So, let's let's talk about how this has differed from from the time that our fathers grew up to now. What are, what do you guys think? That, what do you guys what do you guys think is different as far as masculinity is concerned? Not enough men in the homes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before before you had you had men in like I ain't had my father growing up. I had stepfather, but I had like a lot of older head old heads that like showed me the way when I was growing up. So I had that. But the oh, she's pretty. But anyway, <laughs> but um, my fault. But um, take your time, bro. Yeah, but, look, this is open. But nowadays, open floor, it's, it's man. like they say what you gotta say, bro. You don't you don't have that many male figures that's in a lot of these guys' lives today. So a lot of them really don't know what being a man is or what being masculine is all about, you know. So that's that's one of the problems that's from yesterday and today. I would agree. I most definitely would agree with that. Also, I think the thought of what what is thought to be a masculine man has also changed from from the time of my father to now, you know, for me, my example of a masculine man was my father and my uncles and my grandfather and my grandfather. Those were the exam. Those were the standard bearers for me. I saw, I saw how I saw how they treated their women. I saw how they maneuvered through life. 
Correct. Even through, even through difficult times, even through trying times, I saw how they maneuver through life. They maneuver through life with the same, you know, stoicism that that they that their fathers instilled in them. And, but also to say that what what I saw, the one thing that my father instilled in me was just to be a person of standards, but also be a person of your word. Mm-hmm. Of who, just be who you are, no matter what moment he was in. And I like uh, that's what about him. So, what do you think? David, what do you think has changed? You said, what do I think has changed? I didn't hear you. What do you think has changed? Okay, well, you, were you the time of your we struggle streaming, y'all. I apologize. <laughs> so you saying what do, what do you think has changed from then until now? Yeah. Okay. Uh it's a lot. One, I think um like you said, there are not a lot of fathers now. You know, back then I was raised by my grand grandfather and my grandfather instilled integrity. I think back then integrity was a strong point back then. Now it's like, you know, you have a lot of boys being raised by mothers. You don't have a lot of men uh, raising sons anymore. You know, it's it's not like that anymore. If you don't like the dad, if the dad don't like the mom, nobody's involved. It's, you know, it's not that serious right now. But people don't understand how crucial it is to have both parents in home. Having both parents in home creates the balance. You know what I'm saying? But if you, have the, you don't have the father in the home, he's not going to have all the attributes of masculinity and being a man, for real. A woman can only do so much raising a son. A woman is limited. It's, it's things about a man that uh, is instilled in him that allows him to lead. But if, if that is not um, if that is not nurtured in him, then he's not going to be a good leader. He's not going to be a good husband. Not going to be a good provider. Not going to be a protector. Everything he's going to learn, he's going to learn from friends and associates. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Okay. I, you know what? I apologize for the quality of the stream, everybody. I don't like struggle. I don't like struggle stream. Even I really don't. We ask for the quality of the stream, but we go, we go get this. We go, we go rock this out, y'all. Um. Of shaking up the algorithms algorithms podcast, which is which is Mrs. Shawan Jones. So most definitely appreciate you being here, dear. Um thank you. <laughs> been waiting for this for the last two weeks, so I'm excited. Same, the I'm same excited. question applied. Cool. That's what's up. So the same question I'm asking that I asked the gentleman applies. Mm-hmm. Applies to you as a woman. Um, 
Well, just as it's important for men to have fathers, it, it's crucial for women Father, and young girls to have to have fathers as well. And um, it, it's a lack of that in uh, in our lives as well. I, I didn't grow up with my father. I, I didn't actually have a relationship with him until I was in my 20s. Um, so all of my formative years where I really needed the guidance and, um, you know, the, the advice from a man to give me direction going into my womanhood, I didn't have. I had to learn on my own. Um, so it is definitely imperative for um, men to take a stand, I guess you could say, and be more active in their children's lives, whether be it a male or a female child. Yeah. I mean, because right now, look, look who's raising these kids. Social media and hip-hop raising them. Exactly. 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 I mean, even me being a mother with a son, you know, I have daughters, facts, but bro, facts, it was facts. easier, you know, with daughters, right. with my son. It, it's like, I can't teach you certain fundamentals to be a man. Um, yeah. I can give you my perspective and how to treat a female, but I can't teach you, you know, certain things on, you know, what, a, what, what you need growing into your manhood. Um, so honestly, you know, unfortunately his father isn't as active as he could be. Um, but I could tell, you know, he needs more guidance. It's, it's, it's one thing even for a child to know who their father is or know what their lineage is. It's another to have someone actually active in imparting, uh, wisdom into them as well. So, you know what, just, just adding on to what she just said a little bit about the father's. Also, too, I mean, someone has said something, and it's true. You have to know the difference between having a man in the house and a man of the house. And just because you got a man around your kid, don't mean that's a good fit to have around your kids, rather than a son or daughter. So you got to really be Correct. careful with that. Thanks. Right. Right. That is true. That's a bar to have, bro. That's a bar to have. <laughs> <laughs> And I think when I think when we look at that from the standpoint of what that distinct what that distinction looks like, man of the house rather than man in the house. We we know we know what we, people can put that on paper and that that's what it looks like, but it looks different when you when you look at it in real life. The man of the house is the is the one that's the. That's a protector. That's a somebody to just pass time, or you know, for that woman's you know physical pleasure or whatnot. You know, so we so we know so ever. I think we know that. Difference of I think we know the difference. There's a difference between being a man of the house and being a man in the house. And my brother, my, my, brother, my brother Troy just put that down so eloqu eloquently. So, we'll 
what so what sort of myth what sort of myths or misconceptions well let's talk let's talk about the common myths and misconceptions of what some people think masculine but what are some mis- what are some mis- what are some myths or misconceptions to what people at an early age is that well you a masculine man dude you don't pose a cry none of this other stuff get up and throw some dirt on it you cool <laughs> right right I've heard or that, or that we can solve all the problems or we can beat everybody up or we can take care of all the beating. so many times like mm. or you a man you don't know how to fix a car lady I don't even drive right 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 every man is handy and know how to fix well that's the number yeah. two yeah, that, yeah, we don't. No, most of most of us, most of us ain't even touched a screwdriver or a hammer. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. But if, but if you if you never had nobody show you that, I mean, you're really not going to know. I mean, you can you can go learn it, but it's always good if you have like someone there to have that male figure that can show. Like, I I'm not going to say black people don't have this, but. You always say like more than white people talking about you know the stuff they did with me. when I was when I was young. My dad we used to do this and this together. He showed me how to do this. How many of us can really say our dad showed us anything? Right. Facts. It's sad but true. And and then another thing is because of what we don't know, any woman we meet will turn us down for what we don't know. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other show. Why you don't know this? How you don't know that? You should know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kind of man are you? Yeah. All that. But then if you mess it up, then you're still getting blamed. Facts. <laughs> oh, Facts. Facts. What kind of man are you? You don't know how to right. a car? You don't know how to, you don't know right. how to replace a window? What do you know how to do? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't, and you don't want to be mad to like didn't you burn water? <laughs> right. Right. Yes, sir. It's just not what you, it's not just what you want what you want me to do. Or mm-hmm. what you imagine I know how to do. Right. That's what that's right. The big Misconception right there because I ought to be handyman or know how to know how to do this and do that. Right. Like I said earlier, some of us ain't even picked the ain't picked up a screwdriver. Right. But you know what I taught myself how to do it. But you know what innately what I think men should know how to do by default? That is protect and provide. Yeah. Those things I think a man should know better to do by default. Like if you can't protect your woman or provide, then that's that says a lot. That's too vulnerable. I mean, you don't need you don't need nothing to figure that out. I mean, you just innately supposed to be the protector. You're the bigger one. You're the, you know you should be able to do it. If your woman gotta beat somebody up for both of y'all, that's a problem. 
I'll do it, it though. I'll do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, can that, you can you can provide and protect, but keep in mind with some women gotta understand I said protect. I didn't say be your sickum doll. Like don't be right. out here starting stuff right. and just coming right. to get me. I like that. I like that. Right. You come right. out here ready to fight and this dude like six foot eight, you like <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. He got to get me killed. Right. And I got to do time for getting a machete. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Let's see. Lesson, let's see. Learn his lesson right Cause I'm, cause I'm be that dude. Like, well, you started it. Well, you you started it. Go ahead and finish it. <laughs> right. Now you know you do that. You blackball by all of her friends and every black woman that she met. You a blackball. It's not true. Whatever. It's whatever. Not true. Whatever. You're blackball. Right. <laughs> Girl, I had, to, I, had to beat, I had to beat this dude up for my man. What? What's his name? Oh, I ain't going to mess with him. Or his brother. <laughs> Everybody, I don't like medical. Well, I mean, that's why it's important. That's why it's important to be a team with it. You know, you know what I'm what, saying? You know I'm not going to initiate or sign any checks that my ass can't cash first. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to have you come you know, into some drama that I can't initially fix on my own. That's me. You know what? You know what? I got a story about manhood. I got a story, a good story about manhood that I heard T.D. Jake say, and I thought it was powerful. He said, do you know how a lion picks, a, a female lion picks her mate? The, the whole audience said no. He said, this is how he picks her mate. The, the male lions fight. Whoever wins gets a mate with the lion because she wants champions. She don't want no losers. Because if she picks a loser to mate with, she's going to have loser offspring. I, I thought that was possible. It is. It is. I, I it thought is. it was. I thought it was. <laughs> can, 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 you imagine, can you imagine we did that as humans? Like somebody wants your woman, they want your woman. They're going to kill the kids, but they want your woman, so now I got to fight. <laughs> <laughs> so if I lose, yeah. you going to kill me, or I'm going to lose my home, and I got to go wander out here. Right. Right. Correct. This is correct. If we did do that as humans, that 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 would, people would be real selective about who we procreate with. Facts. Yep. True. True. Facts. True. Facts, yeah. It would make a huge difference in the population pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It would. No, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of men that wouldn't have no kids. And that's true. Exactly. It'd be, it'd be one man that have a thousand kids. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Right. So yeah. But you know that's that that's another thing about masculinity too. Like I was, what was I sitting there? I was. You see all kinds of stuff on Facebook. And so, you know, they, they were talking about men's penis size. And I'm like, is this what we as men are reduced to? Our pockets and our dicks. I'm sorry, sister. 
No, you, keep it real. Keep it real with me. Pretty I'm much. Good. Is this what we're reduced to our manhood? Like no one cares and about time, character no more. Yeah. Yeah. And times like today, yeah, it's sad but true. It yeah, is. times of the day is sad, but it's true. It is. So um it, it, I got a it, question. it's deeper than that though. But go ahead. Go ahead, Fred. I got a question. And so since you're the token woman here, and I don't want to pick and I ain't trying to pick on you, Shawan. That's okay. But I'm I gotta open ask <laughs> but I but I do have to ask this question okay. because Troy because Troy put it out there. And I'm asking this is a general question, so I'm asking you as a woman. Okay. Why is it that we as men are reg are just now just regulated to what what's in our pockets and what's in between our legs? Mm. Mm. Good question. Good question, because I was about to touch on that. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now you have to think that mindset is not of all women. Okay. First and foremost, that mindset is from an immature, insecure woman. Right now, the, the whole part to me about masculinity, it goes a whole lot deeper. Um, even if you look at generations back as to how it was designed for our black men to be out of the home. If you even go back to like the late 60s, early 70s, when most of our men were shipped off to Vietnam, women had to take care of the homes by themselves. So what did they need to do? They needed government assistance, right? Government assistance told them well, in order for us to help you, you can't have no man in the house. So when these men came home, now they're being demeaned because it's like, hey, I can't have you here because I can't take care of my kids with you here if you're not going to support me. That started the cycle of the, the, the tragic circumstances that we deal with now and why so many women have found it that if you are not in a place financially um, or intimately to take care of me, then I don't necessarily need you. I can do it without you. Um, is that a good thing? No, because again, it takes away from the family dynamics in which we originally had. It even can go back deeper than that, you know, um, even into, you know, our history with slavery and how our men were demasculated you know what i mean they were treated wrongly they were raped they were you know terrorized they were lynched and we had to stand there and watch all of this you know so we watched how our men were you know treated less than so over time that just allowed women to have a lack or disregard for the men in the homes you know, and now and it has come to that. It has come to the fact of, hey, well, if you can't provide for me financially, if you can't, I'm going to get real gutter tonight. If you can't fuck me and you can't pay my bills, then I don't need you because I can mm -hmm. do it myself. And that's that's a really obstruct way of thinking. But that's what it's been boiled down to. You know what? Now that you said about public system, because one thing, especially when you're doing a lot of races online, they always bring up the whole welfare thing and pull out these mythical numbers and you know, right. percentages show that, but they don't understand, like you just said, 
all those numbers is you know, people gotta understand when you when, when y'all sign up for welfare, the first thing they ask you, do you have a man in a home? Of course you're gonna say no. So they're gonna take those numbers that you said no and record it as there's no man in the house, even though you still got either your kid's dad helping you or whatever dude is playing stepdad helping you. See, the numbers don't tell that. They just know you said there's no man in the home. Now, whether that's true or not, they don't care because they got that for their stats. Now they can pump this negative connotation that black men don't be in the homes when really, and that's a lie because she just lied to get the public assistance. And there are some like that too. Yeah, that's true too. It, it definitely is. It's some out there like that too. Yeah. So I guess with that being said, from a male perspective, maybe I shouldn't be asking this question, but from a male perspective, what do you think is the um, resolution or even a resolve to, you know, um, women being more receptive to um, the men in the home or to more receptive to being honest? Because well, basically, that's what... I want to attack this first. This is what I want to okay. say real quick. Oh gosh. When you're yeah. doing when you're doing the thing of <laughs> when you're doing the thing of what you can get and what you can get for something else, you become an opportunist. Correct. And then when you become an opportunist, you be trying to get leverage. And when you're Correct. trying to get leverage, then you be trying to get power in the leverage. Correct. When you try to get power in the leverage, it becomes a problem because if I can't accommodate you with my power, then you can leave. See, it's it's there's nobody believes in commitment anymore. Right. Everybody believes in as long as I can get what I can get and I'm good and I'm cool, then I can I deal with you for right now. Right. Marriages don't hold no weight. Uh, uh love don't hold no weight. Love has been watered down. Everything's been watered down. So everybody's becoming an opportunity. Everybody got options. If I got options, I ain't gotta put all my all my eggs in your box. Mm -hmm. It's just that's but here's another thing, like we always talk about like the 50-50 thing and the world man pays all the bills. You gotta remember something. Back in those days, your man paid all the bills because women were not allowed to work. So if he's Facts. gonna have a woman, Correct. he's got Facts. no choice but to pay all the bills. Correct. Correct. Now Facts. you're working. So now we're a team. So basically Facts. someone put it so eloquently, like a lot of these women don't want to be wise. Not all of them, a lot of these women don't want to be wise. A lot of them just want to be wise of women of leisure. You take care mm -hmm. of everything, and I just chill here. But if I'm going to be doing everything, what do I need you for? Facts. Correct. That's facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, no, there's, Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with working together. You can achieve more working together you than you do with one person trying to right. put it all by themselves. Right. Right. But but the world is saying, hey, I, you should get what you need. To, you, need, you need to get what you can get. You know what I'm saying? That's what the world is doing. Nobody is, every, the world is micromanaging everybody's relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. well, you know, in your relationship, that's yours, not the world. Word. It's not Facebook. It's not Instagram. It's yours. And until you separate the two, you're always going to have that problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Crouch. Okay. <laughs> I always say that. I always say this, man. The dating pool sucks. If you got somebody, stay with them. Because if you don't, oh, the, date, the, the, the dating pool is affecting the pissing period. Ain't nothing out here. It is nothing out here. Malo. Malo. It's, it's the dating pool is full of pissing period blood. My. Ooh, I like that. 
Malo. 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 Facts. Yeah, man. People don't even talk anymore in relationship. They don't even talk. Convert. Nothing. Hey, I'm going to do this on my end. You do this on your end. And we eventually meet in the middle when we got to lay down and go to bed. And then we wake up and do it again. Nobody talks anymore. Right. Nobody is transparent. How can you being in a marriage and not being transparent is an oxymoron? How can you be in a marriage and you don't share and you're not and you're not transparent and you're not open? Make it make sense. It don't make sense. And people don't even, people don't court each other no more either. Remember, remember courting women. You gonna be a victim in, in, in two or three days. You gonna be a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, since we since we got here, I'm gonna ask Shona. Oh no. Am I the female scapegoat How many hey beautifuls is in your inbox? You know what? You sound like David. Come on now. All right, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> honestly, 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 I don't get a lot because I don't put myself out there like that. Now, mm. if I did more, I probably would. I ain't gonna lie. I probably would. But I don't really put myself out there. I don't really go out that much anymore. I don't really do anything. I'm a homebody now. You know what I mean? But um if I if I was really out there, yeah, it wouldn't be no thing. I, I would have a few. In my inbox, yeah. Right. But yeah. honestly, my biggest issue as a female, I think, um, it's not that I don't get attention. You know what I mean? I if I want attention, I can get attention, right? But it's the wrong attention. Um, I don't, I don't get approached by single men. Uh oh. Oh gosh. That's uh -oh. a problem for me. Yeah. Because I'm not a home wrecker. So mm. I don't want a married man. You you already somebody else's. Why would I want you? You know? Um, to me, that's a problem. That's a problem. But see, technically, you wouldn't be the home wrecker. The person that opened the door to let you in, that would be the home wrecker. <clears throat> Basically. Well, that's true. That's true too. That's true too. Well, only if you only if you concede. Well, I don't concede. I don't concede. Right. Right. You know, I look out the peephole, and that's it. You know, I open the door. You know, you know, I just thought of something interesting when when you was talking, when y'all two was talking, and this is this is what I think about. And the Bible says when a man finds a wife, he's finding a good thing. Every man knows that it's about twenty or thirty y'all of y'all for us. For everyone, it's about twenty or thirty y'all for every one of us. We know it's more of y'all than us. So we pretty much got, can do whatever we really want to do if we really want to. For real, if we went that way. Right. But when you have a woman that has so many options, and you don't, you're not used to being a person that has that many options, you know how to deal with it. You know, you pretty much do whatever you want to do. You, your decision making is flawed. You know, you, you don't really think about you think about more of the opportunity rather than the person that you really need to be right. with, really, right. you know, be with. So my thing is that in a situation like that, you know what I'm saying, when you have all these people that come at you, what do you do? You you feel flattered, you feel empowered. It's a shame that it takes a whole bunch of us to speak of you to make you feel loved. And I'm not saying every woman, 
Right. 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 So when you have a problem, you don't even love yourself, and you're at the mercy of lights to feel love. Right. Your decision making. Applause. That's good. That's good. That's good. And that's true. That's true. I mean, and I can say that from a perspective because I used to be that woman. You know what I mean? Um, I used to feel like I needed that validation in order to feel empowered or in order to feel beautiful because I didn't feel that for myself. You know, but once those tables turned, it's like, look here, nigga, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need that. I mean, the flattery is nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, I'll take the compliments. Hey, you know, thank you. I'm, I'm pleased that I look nice myself. You know, but all the extra shit, you can keep that. I, I don't need that. You know what I'm right. I don't need right. it. You know, so, um, yeah, but you're right. It's a lot of women that um, are not whole. They're not healed. You know, there's a lot of men out here. There's some grown little boys out here, too. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's like we're just clashing. You know what I mean? Um, so, honestly, until anybody is actually individually healed, the problem is you got two broken people trying to be whole. That mm. shit don't work. That mm. doesn't work. You know, mm, you got to come 100, 100. You know, it, on, there John. is no 50-50 in that. Facts. That's facts. That's facts. Thank you. That's facts. That's facts. Because people think they when they think 50 50, they think the bill, like you said, it's a hundred hundred because you gotta give all of yourself to this person and they gotta give all of themselves to you. Correct. 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 You know, me and me and Shawan was talking about this a few days ago about loving yourself. You know, and and it's if you if if that's the problem initially. You're, men and women are always going to have a problem in, in meeting and dating and committing. Because my thing is, you're at the mercy of somebody else trying to fix what you ain't going to fix. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is that you can't... And me me personally, I don't care how fine you are, what the sort of thing, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to lose myself to help you. To, to, help, to help you. I'm not going to do it. It took me too long to, it took me too long to, to love dating. And I'm not going to break that up trying to fix you. I'm not going to do that. So, but it, a lot of people are not going to own that truth. A lot of people going to be like, well, I'm lonely. I haven't dated in a while. I haven't had no, no ass in a while. Let me go ahead and accommodate that behavior. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and do it. You know, I'm not going to do it. There's another thing about that. How can you fix something with somebody that you don't, that you didn't break? Facts. Right. Right. Facts. Right. Right. Come on now. Come on. Right. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. We ain't all talking, did we? I know. I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> we went from masculinity to relationships. <laughs> I mean, but it all ties together because, you know, you have to be in a relationship. I mean, that's a powerful component. You know, mm -hmm. the man has to be the man in order to know who the woman is. We need to appreciate the woman. So, kind of ties together. It does. It does. I mean, that goes back to what Fred was saying as well as far as, um, you know, when, when boys are young, they're always taught to not cry and, you know, mm -hmm. man up and all this stuff. But how does that help you as an adult man? It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of the things and a lot of traditions that, you know, as young men, you're taught that doesn't apply when you become a man. 
You know what I mean? And and because you have women that are teaching these boys, oh no, don't cry. You know what I mean? Now you got mm-hmm. grown women thinking that when you have a man that is willing to be vulnerable, that you're weak. Mm. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? Mm. For a man to even show that type of vulnerability to you, did you even know how precious that is? Like for a man to uncover himself in that way. That that speaks volumes for a man to even do that in front of Fact. anyone. Other than his mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm and some of them don't even do it in front of their mother. So I'm not gonna lie. When Fossa died the Lion King, I cried. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. I did too. I did three. I did three. <laughs> I did four. So I guess I'm the so I guess I'm not the only one that did that, right? That cried. I guess I'm not the only one. <laughs> right, but you know, right. but you know, going back to something that you teach them in childhood, I don't know if y'all ever really paid it, really thought about it like this. I had did a post about a year ago. I said, if you think about it, when it comes to, like relationships with men and women, I don't think a lot of women realize they teach their daughters how to accept domestic violence at an early age. Because when you you have daughters at an early age, what do you tell them? Oh, so and so is picking on you, throwing stuff at me. What's the first thing your mama always tell you? That's how boys show they love you. They don't know how to communicate. That so they throw things at you. True. We learned this program to be an abuse victim. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, but and yeah, you're right. That's, that's true. true. I ain't think about that either, but that is. Yeah, true. that's a good angle. That's a good way to look at that. The good yeah. angle to put it, it is. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a money wars a little bit further now, but I'm a money wars just a little bit further. I, I believe. And this is just a belief of mine. I think that the American feminist movement really put a bad spin on masculinity because they because they made masculinity look like this bad, horrible thing that a man couldn't be a man and still be vulnerable and still represent himself. You know, and I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong with these people? What's wrong with these ladies that's talking about? I'm independent of a man. I don't need this. Well, okay. And you know what to add to that? And you know what, Fred, to add to that? Fred, to add to that, if you got a campaign for your femininity, that says a lot about masculinity. If you got a campaign. Word. But you know what? That that feminism stuff, that wasn't even for black women. That was some white women's bullshit. And they wrote black women into that. And that's true. That is true. It really is. By they being with their husband being feminist, they convince black women you don't need your man either. But guess what? That white woman's still going home with her man, and you're going home Facts. to an empty bed. They yeah. they tricked them into that. Facts. Word. I've been, Facts. Bro, I've been I've been saying that for the last two years. Look, y'all, the white women white women got on their soapbox, said what they had to say. Mm-hmm. They got the hell gone. They got the hell on. Y'all still sat on the soapbox for what? <laughs> Why? Yeah. For us, right. Right. your soapbox that now that does not exist. Right. right, and then and then and then you got with black women, you know, talking about they how they you know feminine and they don't need no man doing thirst trap videos and pics and still single. Make it make sense. I'm feminine. I don't need no man. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need this. And still single and man. You'll be so out. If, if, if you're gonna be a feminine, you trap, <laughs> thirst trapping. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm making sure that this first profit is illegal. First profit should be illegal. That's what I'm going to do that. Oh, it, it ain't never going to be illegal. Oh, God. Oh, my right. God. Right. Right. Oh, you know what's crazy? You, you have someone that'll tell you a man has to earn a femininity, so so you're a masculine woman. You you a whole nigga out here. But and I always ask him, so how would you feel if a man told you if a woman wants me to be masculine, she's got to earn that? So if you ain't masculine, you a whole feminine chick out here then. Like, we really switched roles. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then the one who said, the woman says she's a boss or an alpha female because the man is not there for a child, so she has to be, you know, the man and the woman. But yet you don't know that you pushing out the man because the man ain't got nothing to do with you doing both roles. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you doing them both in? I wait. And then to me, alpha female is an oxymoron. How you gonna be an alpha female? How is that possible? You ain't even here first. You can't <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> if you don't do the alpha, make it make sense, nigga. Oh alpha is gosh. Oh, gosh. Y'all done got riled up. Y'all done got riled up. I, I'm I'm the truth. I, I, hate, I hate all that alpha and all that sex. To me, it's all that social media narrative. Please dead that shit. Please dead that shit. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I hate all that. <clears throat> Please, I, you know what? I don't even like when men say. I don't even like when men say that. Alpha male, but really, I don't yeah. like when men say alpha male because that's you by default. You ain't got to preach that. That's true. That's true. Why like, don't you alpha male for for what? Like if you were alpha male, you ain't got to tell everybody. It will automatically just show. Exactly. Correct. Correct. And then I hate to pick on you again, but Shauna, as the woman on the panel, <laughs> when, you hear, when you hear men say this, like what goes, what, what, what thoughts run through your head when you hear men say this? Mm. When they say that they're an alpha male? Yeah, when they like all this bravado, I'm an alpha male, I'm a sigma, and all, what, what's that, you know? Uh, I, I, just, I just feel it's bullshit. You know, it's just bullshit. Like you're basically trying to boost yourself up when really you may not be that in the first place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, like you said, you don't have to project who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's going to show anyway. You don't have to put a label on who you are as a man. Right. If you if you if you're a stand up dude, you you know, you're you have integrity. You you know, you represent your own authority. That is going to show in everything that you do. Pretty so much. you don't have to go around and brag and be braggadocious. About mm -hmm. who you are and what you bring to the table, because it's and, and you know what, you know, and you know what. Let me piggyback off that. It, it's just like what you said. Instead of just talking about it, just do it. You exactly. have a lot of people spitting all their credentials about what they have and what they can yeah. do, and anybody showing that. Exactly. You know, the proof of being a pudding as soon as you show it. I ain't got to sit and say, "Oh, I got this. I'm doing that." I don't want to hear all that. You ain't the proof is in the paper trail, okay? The <laughs> proof is in the paper trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Oh, wow. If I got a beat on my chest like Tarzan, they make a point. That's a problem. 
that's, that's a big problem. That's a problem. Right. But here's what I want to know, and this is kind of off, and this is off topic. I just want to know this. Like in the beginning of the French songs, why is Fred banging on the door? It's a perfectly good open window right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that. It's a perfectly open window <laughs> next to him. Why could he through the window? <laughs> oh man! I like fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Hilarious. That but, that is funny. But let, let me let me that ask you really, this: really Do people take marriage serious anymore? Oh no! Oh no! Like when you get married, like when you when you taking these vows, like. After the first, all right, the first marriage don't work. Okay, I can it's give that to you. When you taking these, when you taking these vows, like three and four or five times, at some point you got like, come on, you need to keep them the first time. Why don't we just stop playing? True, and that's true. Um, I I think because too there isn't a lot of that's um, good marriage role models. You know, there aren't any good models of marriage anymore. Um. And people, like yeah. David said, you know, you don't, it's, it's so many people that don't honor commitment. So yeah. they don't even know what marriage really entails. Yeah, it looks good. You, you get the, you know, the wear the dress and get the tux and you had this big ass party and cake and have all your friends and family. But after that day, that's when the real work begins, not and, the preparation. And, the and you know what? And, and you know what? Let me say this. A lot of people rely on love in the marriage to, to, to fix it, but they don't even pray in the marriage. True. Mm. I thought God was love. So if God is love and you ain't putting God in it, how do you expect it to work? And you're exactly. going to rely on love. So you basically relying on your own instinct. Exactly. You're relying on what you know. So my thing is that that ain't enough. That's why so many divorces. Right. You, you, you don't have no expectation. You don't say, hey, what is your expectation? I think everybody I should have counseling before they uh, met. I think everybody should go through it. They do. Let's put it, let's put it all out there. That's true. Because that will determine if you're going to make it. Matter of fact, me and Swatter had this conversation. I feel like you ain't shouldn't be married. You shouldn't even think about marriage until you can make it through all four seasons. If you can go through a year and you can make it through all that, consider it. Other than that, just stop playing. Stop playing with that. That's true. That's true. But see, nowadays, if, if you if you get into one argument nowadays, they out the door. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, they, they out the door. You can't make to make it to the finals if you you can't play the you, you we can't get to the finals if you can't play the regular season. Right. Facts. We gotta get to the regular season and the playoffs before we get to the finals because uh Facts. Ooh. Facts. We ain't right. even made it out the warm-ups yet. <laughs> we didn't even got out the gate yet. Yeah, right. If you if you can't make if you can't make it past the first quarter, that's an issue. And then and then I, I'll put this towards the man. I'm gonna take some off for you, Sean. I'm gonna take some off for you. <laughs> oh wow! Then I, I'm gonna be transparent. Then you, you let's say you dating a woman. You have you're intimate with. Her. Let's say the intimacy is the bond. It's it, it's mind bond. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But then everything else is trash. Ain't no drive. Ooh. Ain't even nothing. Everything else is trash. So you you know when you do that, you risk because there's a soul tie now. Yeah. You you risk putting all your energies into that. Yeah. And then you you settling because you you deal with just that and you can't deal yeah. with it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's a lot to relationships, it's a lot to all this stuff, but a lot of people don't really invest in love themselves enough to invest in the whole thing and see what's see what see what's in front of them. So I mean Man, I mean, like for me, I think I think one thing I really don't like is how can I say it? Like a lot of women today, they want you to be traditional, but she wants to be modern. They want you to take on all the traditional, but she don't want to take on none of the female model role. I'm like, you, you can't have traditional and modern. It's not going to mix. That's and it really like was all the way traditional. When you get married back in the day, the man didn't pay for this wedding. Your daddy paid for it. So we're going to go all traditional. You want to get married. You need to go find out who your daddy is and ask him for some money <laughs> to get married. <laughs> I mean, you, you, don't, you don't get to pick which part of traditional you want. You, you either all in or you ain't all in. Right. Look, and that, you know what? That's like, like you just said, that's like mercury and water. That, that shit don't mix, man. Yeah. How, how, how you want me to be one way, but then you want to be another way? How does right. how, how that going to work? I mean, but you have to understand society doesn't project the modern woman anymore or the the traditional woman, should I say. Mm -hmm. They don't advertise that anymore. They advertise the modern, single, free and vibrant woman. Whether she got a man or not. Right? Right. So when you meet women that are saying, well, I want to be married. Yes, because of the imagery that is put out there. You know, a lot of these young-minded young women, you know what I mean? I would say under 40. You know what I mean? So, they they have the wrong expectation of what a marriage per se is. You know, now the ones that are over 40, some of them, I hate to say, they just dumb as bricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They they still act like they in their 20s. They trying to relive life. They trying to recapture some shit. You know, now that they old. But my thing... <laughs> But my mm-hmm. thing is, it still applies. You know what I mean? As once we get to a certain age, it, it's not all about you, you, you. You know what I mean? It's not I, I, I. It's we. You know what I mean? And if you can't incorporate that, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in mm-hmm. a marriage, then there's no point of even going to an altar. Fuck the altar. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Well, look, look, look out, look how TV portrays the, the image of like before we had like positive images on strong black men and black women, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, what do we have as that image? That's it's true. all ratchet, shit. it is, it is, it is. Reality I mean, I show. Least, right, yeah. I can at least say oh. our generation we've had you know black family models, we had mm-hmm. the Huxtables, we had the Winslows. On family matters, you know what I'm saying? We had some some good, you know, exactly. You know, we had some imagery that showed black families with men, with husbands and wives, you know, cohabitating, being, you know, co parenting, working together, you know, all of these good things. Um, Now we don't have that. We don't have that at all. You know, everything that we have is showing, you know, 
niggas out here got two and three chicks and you got a baby on the way with this one and a baby on the way with that one and you don't want to be with either one of them, then you moving on to the next. Then you got the girls out here that's just twerking for dollars. The side chick. Exactly. The side chicks, the you know, and they happy that. to be the side and they happy to be the side chick. Too. And they are. That's the same part. They really are. They the side right. chicks and, and he the fuck nigga and they all probably got STDs. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 None, none of them talk about using protection. Everybody's talking about exactly. 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 What they say nowadays, you gotta boil the motherfucker before you sleep with them. <laughs> Man. They ass and bleep. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Do me a favor. I got, I got a bathtub full of bleach. Why don't you just sit in here for a second or two? Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, my gosh. I, I don't, I don't want no houses in Virginia and no apartments in Delaware State. Oh what I tell you, David? I told you Virginia ain't shit. I'm from Virginia, so I know. I left because of that shit. It ain't shit. Right. Same, stuff. Same stuff. Same stuff. Same stuff. Same stuff. My, my, son, my son still live out there. I'm like, uh, yeah, not coming out. <laughs> All time I'm around here, not, not even to visit, but go. But go, you know the go, other go, problem? You know what the other problem is? Be gone. Social media life coaches. No, I'm sorry, relationship. Social media relationship coaches. One side preaching ah. to this group, this side preaching, but none of them are preaching how to come, especially in the black community. None of them are preaching how we can come together and put our families back together. Right. You got some women that don't like black men preaching all, all these niggas ain't shit. You got these dudes over here talking about some oh, be this way, be an alpha, be a sigma. And ain't none of it getting us back to where we need to be as, as a right. community. That's true. That, that's 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 that just that gender war shit. Yeah. That's that gender war yeah. shit. And look, I don't know about anybody, anybody right here, but to me, that the, that gender war shit don't exist, it's, it's non existent. Exactly. Cause we ain't in what cause what what the hell are we at war at? What the hell are we at war with or who? Who we especially fight against? black people, we had we especially us, we at the bottom of the barrel. Why are we warring with each other? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That's true. But, you know, this is how they have it designed. They they want us at each other's throats. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I show where we talked about balance. I can't. If I'm not balanced, if I if I ain't balanced personally, I can't bring balance to you as a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm not balanced within myself as a man, if I'm not secure in my masculinity, how can I bring balance to you as a woman? And how can I help bring balance to your feminine energy? Right. I can't. Right. That's true. You have to be able to express yourself too. Like I, I you talked about earlier with crying and stuff, but. Even when stuff's on you, I'm like, well, women, they're allowed to get this stuff off their chest with bottom, but we got to be able to, we're always told how to understand women, but how many women are told how to understand your man? If a lot of women could understand their man, a lot of this stuff would not happen. A lot yeah. of it would not happen. A lot of it. Yeah, because men and women, we communicate different, you know what I mean? Right. You might have to pull at them a little bit to get some information and, and, and out of them. And then on top of it, you got the, what do you have in marriages? Happy wife, happy life. But what I about the that. man? I hate, I hate it too. But, but but what about the man? Right. So he's going to be miserable as long as you happy. Make right. it make sense. If she, if she ain't happy, you ain't happy. Exactly. Yeah. 
So you micromanage and match it. <laughs> you micromanage my happiness for and for what? So so I guess if you ain't got a smile on your face, I guess I'm supposed to be frowning too. Facts. No. Wow. I'm telling you, every every man's not, had one of these moments where he sit outside his car not, like this. I'm like, no one can deal with that shit right now. <laughs> but then, and then, and then here you go, here you go, women. Now, nigga, if, 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 if I'm mad at that bitch, you mad at that bitch too. <laughs> what does she do to me? <laughs> but what she do to me? Right. She, she do that to me. Right. What I'm supposed to be mad at for? But, babe, that's your mom. <laughs> I don't care. But she do that to me. So no more your mama's biscuits. No more my mama biscuits. <laughs> no. I can't talk to you. Baby said we beat there. I can't talk to you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Y'all beefing. I can't. I can't talk to you no more. I can't talk to you. Can't no catch no nothing. No smoke signals. Nothing. None of that. None of that. We can't no talk. Cold, nothing. No semaphore. None of that, man. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing that I that I'm looking at is like it's just <laughs> the image of Uh-oh. now. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. You breaking up, Fred? No, I say I put it like this. It's a two way street with that. It's yeah. I'm not fair to say, and I'm not fair. To say, so I'm not. So, so it is not fair to blame it on blame it completely on them. It's also on, on us too because we've done we've done enough to flush our shit down. We do as far as being as far as being fathers and providers and protectors. We haven't taken some of some of us, and I'm gonna torture. And I said, like I said, I will use my I will use myself as an example. You know, I have four kids, one deceased. I was never. Around, I was there, but even then, it was strange. So, it's breaking up some a lot of things that we can, of course, there's blame to go around. But how about we as men take responsibility? We as black men take responsibility in our in our godly masculinity. How about we take responsibility for the shit that we do instead of just mm-hmm. pointing the finger at women all the time? Of course. There are things that women do that are going to be wicked and ridiculous and, you know, unethical or whatever, any other word that you could, any other negative words you could think of. But, and this is the one thing I told a friend of mine. And he, we were talking about, you know, him going through his things with his spouse. And, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention his name or anything of that nature. But the one thing I told him is that before you blame her, look at you first. Look at where you are. In your relationship, look at what you look at what you did, and then take responsibility and accountability for that. But I really do think that our net, and I said black masculinity was flushed down the toilet. It is because mostly it's because of us as black men, because we're not we don't we're not responsible to our brothers. 
we don't show accountability to our brothers. We don't hold them accountable for the dumb shit that we that that they that that they do. And we dare, and sometimes we don't even we don't pull our sons to the side and say, "Hey, look, man, that's not the direction you need to go. You need to come. You need to go this direction." So I and, and the see the re, and, uh, the other thing that I was another thing that I, that I pointed out that I want to point out is that. It's because it's been because our man because black masculinity has been flushed down the toilet. Our women take advantage of that. They see they see they see that they see that chink in the armor, and now that's a weak that's a weak spot for them. So now now they go keep jabbing and jabbing at the same weak spot until the whole armor breaks. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you guys think of that, but I, I really would love your thoughts on that. I mean. I know for me, like when it comes to being open, I don't mind being open. Once I feel like like you're using when I'm sharing with you as a weakness, I will I will shut right back down. You know how hard it's gonna get me to open right back up with you again? I'm gonna shut right back down. So I'm not gonna let you do that to me again. Well, well, here's my thing about that. Unfortunately, when you're in a marriage and relationship, you gotta meet the person where they're at. Yeah, and if you ain't got the capacity to have patience and deal with that, it's gonna be an it's gonna be a disaster. Just yeah. right away. Another thing is is that, and we've everybody has touched on this. The vulnerability of a man is very expensive. I'm gonna tell you why. Here goes. Here goes. In the Bible, God gave man dominion of the whole world to name everything. So he had a job right off rip. Mm. Right when woman came. God knew man couldn't sit still long enough, so he had to put man to sleep. That's the most vulnerable position he could ever be in. So it takes a lot. If God put man to sleep, and it, it, for, for him to be vulnerable, imagine what it would take for a woman to get a man to be vulnerable. And once he is vulnerable, and you must fail, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Period. It'll never be the same. Because my thing, man, is like, if I get vulnerable to you, will you use what I tell you against me? Right. You know how dangerous that is? That's dangerous. Yeah. To, to recover dangerous. from that, to, to recover from that is, is very challenging. And I done been through it. It, it took a long time to get, get for me to forgive that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just is what it is. So I think a lot now, I think any man, especially me right now, you got to be very, very patient to choose your mate. You can't be like, okay, well, I'm single. I ain't done in a while. I'm, I'm alone. No, you got to be patient. You got to look at the big picture, the whole thing. Sometimes being single is good sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. But you know, we didn't really touch on We might have, I might have missed it. I think. All of this a whole therapy. Yes. Therapy. Yes. We, we, we gotta stop looking at therapy like it's a bad, like it's a taboo thing. We, right. We're damaged. Right. We're damaged. Facts. Yeah. I'm a, man. I definitely agree with that. Big purport on therapy, man. I look, I don't think I would have been able to get through some of the shit I've been through if I didn't have a therapist. Mm. If, I, if I didn't have a support system, people that were people that you know that held me to account, but also people that would be there, there to support me when they when I was at my lowest points in my life. So yeah, there was right. a good thing. Excellent, wonderful thing. I agree. 
I agree. I mean, I've been through therapy too, so I, it, it, it's vital. It, it helps a lot. Yep. You know, it made me, the therapist made me realize I was doing stuff that I never even realized and was conscious of, you know, by my certain tendencies that I had. So, yeah, it's valuable. But a lot of people don't realize they think that therapy is associated with you being crazy and they ain't got nothing to do with that. Nope. You know, it, it, you, should, you should want to heal and fix you because you should love you enough to be wanting to be fixed. But, you know, if you, if you struggle with loving you, you ain't going to care about that. You're going to say, hey, I can handle it. I'm okay. Ain't nothing wrong with me. It's nothing wrong with you. Um, nah, that's the other, that's the other that's the other misconception I think when when it comes to that you know it's that we're told that it's that we're we're told that our feelings and our emotions don't matter or they're in they're invalid they're invalid or they're invalidated because well you're a man you ain't supposed to feel you you're not supposed to feel that way you're not supposed to feel the way, the way you feel I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell, let me tell y'all something this is now my father and this is a true this is a, this is a true ass story my father was, as growing up he was the most I looked I, this man was to me larger than life you know somebody that I looked up to somebody that I respect somebody that I respect It, to this day, I still see an example of what I thought a man should be. When his, when his mother, my paternal grandmother, passed, that was the first time in eight. I saw he buried his head, he buried his face in his hands, and he just see and he and he just bawled. He just bawled like a child. You know what? As his son, don't what the. What as it's done, what did I do? I walked right over there and embraced him. And we said we sat there and we cried together. You know, and when and I think when women look at that, they look at it, well, oh damn, he just he just so we he just weak ass man. No man, no man. If I could if I can sit, if I can sit there and embrace my father and cry with him as he's going through the most horrific moment in his life. Yeah, that that speaks so that speaks that speaks volumes not only for him but it speaks volumes for me as his number one as a man but also as his son because I, because I because I, I recognize he was his son. I mean, hey, nobody, nobody, nobody went over there to control him and that stuff. I walked over there, gave him, hugged him, embraced him, and he let it out. And all way and after that, all was well, all was good in the world, but. I think there aren't enough spaces for us as men to be vulnerable with, with, with each other, because sometimes, because sometimes we can get in these groups and get all these. People. To me, that is a that to me that creates a disconnection. You know, if I can, if I can be voted, if I can be vulnerable with everyone, uh, with y'all through, like I said earlier, we got to be choosy about who we decide to spill the beans, spill our beans to. Because some people, because you, because you, you get the wrong person to write, you give the wrong person to write intel, they go, they go fuck, they go fuck you over. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. You ain't lying about that. But you know what? I mean, like you said, it, 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 sometimes it's good to cry it out because the opposite effect that if you don't cry it out as men, 
the next thing that's going to happen would be what you really would consider toxic masculinity. He might yep. become violent. Right, yep. right. You know what right. I mean? And if he if he uses anger as the outlet, then, oh, man, it's just not going to be a good look for anybody. Right. right. It's not going to be a safe right. look for nobody either. Right. Because, right. because, that, because that dude, because now, that, now that dude has become Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When you think I'm about always angry. When you think about relationships, women don't care about man's vulnerability. They care about being protected. They want to be vulnerable. You need to be. You need to be there for their vulnerability. You know they don't care about our vulnerability. It's sad, but it's so. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they don't understand that. You know we have to let that out too. Yeah. You know, and men internalize a lot of stuff. You know, we, we, we're quiet, and we don't even. A lot of men kill themselves by holding it in. That's true. Slowly. That's true. I, I, I was there last year. Yeah. High blood pressure, anxiety, high blood pressure, all that. Cause we don't talk. We don't. We don't. We don't want. We don't want to mess up the home. We don't want no confrontation with the wife. You know, we don't want to do that. We want to have a peaceful home. So to create the peace, I'll shut up. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy. I mean, right. if I'm but I'm, if I'm supposed to be your protector, that means I have to have a certain level. I have, I have to personally have a certain level of vulnerability too. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because I because I can't protect you if I don't know if I don't know where your weak points are, so I can protect those weak points. Right. Right. You know, and it speaks and it speaks to one of the points I wanted to make. You know, we masculinity does require a warrior mentality, but it's not the type of mentality that most people think it is. Of course, everybody knows what a warrior is, but that's one thing. But one thing that I learned as I was studying this, right? He's studying this, and you guys can agree with me or not. I mean, it... you guys can agree with me. A war, but a dire peace. I didn't say say that last part again. I mean, I'm breaking up. Nope. A warrior is someone who's trained for war, but they desire, but they desire peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm an art as a person, someone who has that mindset. I'm always want peace before I go to war with anybody. Of course, I'm always want peace with the person that I'm that I'm dating that I'm with before I go to war with you. Let's come. Let's come across a peaceful. So let me put a fight on, but fuck you up. Let's talk about this first. Right. The bravest man to me is the one that the one that walks away, the one that's mm. able to walk away. Mm. I don't, mm. I don't, I'm not a war, I'm not a warmonger. I don't, I don't. That's something that that's for that's for people that's for people who who don't have good sense for for guys who for men who don't have. Going right back, sense to have to do. I'd rather be a peacemaker first. I'd rather be a peacemaker first. Right. right. And most people think that, well, if you're a warrior, then it means you got that means you gotta go to war all the time. No, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight all I don't want to fight 24-7, 365 days a year. That shit's getting tired after a while. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, even us are influenced by outside resources. Like 
a lot of people are influenced by outside resources that allow us to have the opinions that we have. When you're in a relationship, you got to start from there. You can't have outside things that allow, you know, that dictate your relationship and how you move. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. has to have their own mind. You know, when women, girl, women have girlfriends and that they do this and do that and then they incorporate that same behavior and bring it into our home, that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, you should, I heard something, one of my friends said something I never did. You should pick your relationship the way you want it to live. And stop yeah, allowing you to dictate your relationship. So let me make sure I heard that correct, Crouch. You were basically saying that women shouldn't allow outsiders to come and infiltrate their relationship, basically. Is that what you were saying? Absolutely. Okay. Especially when most of them sing. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I, I mean, personally, I have been in that situation. Uh, so I, I limit any of my single friends coming in between my relationship with whomever yeah. I'm with. You know, that's just the open door for disaster. Yeah. To be quite honest. And, and then, uh, and then another thing, if you're in a relationship and you're going to date somebody, look at the, stop ignoring the red flags. Right. If you messing with a man that have a problem with you going out with your girlfriends or looking through your phone and you ignoring that, that ain't on him. That's on you. It is. It is. That's a choice. Remember, we talked about everything is a choice. It is. You choose to mess yep. with that. That is on you. He only doing what he do. Well, I mean, people only do what you allow them to do. Exactly. If, if you if you let it ride and you don't say anything, that that means it's okay. You yes, know, sir. you're 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 letting your mate or whomever you're with know. Hey, oh, well, I can keep doing it. You ain't gonna say yeah. nothing now, so I'm gonna just yeah. keep doing it. That's and, right. Um, but I was gonna say too, it's important. One thing I didn't realize until I went to therapy myself was I always found myself in a position where when things didn't go well, I always pointed the finger. And I was like, oh, well, you know, he wasn't doing this and he didn't do this and he treated me like this. But ultimately what I had to realize was I didn't do everything right myself. But I realized too that when when you meet someone or when you connect with someone, that person is basically a reflection of who you are. So if you got some unhealed and fucked up stuff going on within yourself, you're going to end up attracting another you, just in another version. So I attracted those effed up men because I wasn't right. You know, once I got myself together, it's like, you know, now I attract a different caliber of men. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's so important um, as singles, whether it's male, female, get yourself together. You know, if you need, if you've been through some traumatic situations or, you know, some things you haven't been able to, you know, um, release, then you need to work on you before you even think about being with anybody. 
you know, because at the end of the day, you're no good to any new situation if you're not complete within yourself. So true. What did Debbie Allen say to Jasmine got in a different room when she saw her therapist? Relax, relate, release. Exactly. So you know something to ask about because I hear this a lot about when it comes to men, the whole insecurity thing. Like, like for instance, say you have a woman going out with your woman, but she likes to wear provocative clothing. But you feel like, no, like you said, you're a reflection of the person you're with. Like, no, I don't want you wearing all that provocative clothing. Well, y'all niggas going to be so insecure. No, it's not being insecure. It's called you having respect for the person that you're with. You know Correct. what I mean? You don't want, you don't want your woman showing, like, what is she advertising to everybody? You don't want her showing Correct. everything to everybody. That's for Correct. you to see. Correct. No, it's like, like you wouldn't want your man wearing gray sweats out there in front of everybody. You would feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Correct. So, like, Right. You're a reflection of the person you whistle. Kind of like it's not an insecurity thing, but a lot of women think that's a man being insecure. Nope. Just being just being respectful of you. And when and that and me being that's that that's a personal preference of mine. I mean, I don't I look. You want you want to wear all that type of stuff? Nah, I can't do all that. We can and that's not being me not being insecure in my manhood. That's just me being respectful. Because the moment you say, Well, you must not be secure in your manhood, baby. Very much secure in my manhood, but also wanting you to be very respectful of being very respectful of me, because when you walk out that door, mm-hmm. the, when you walk out that door, we and we're in public, we represent each other. Correct. I represent Correct. you. You represent me. Correct. So what type of represent? What type of representation would that look like if you walking around here with your ass hanging out of your titty short? Yeah. Sure. And, and also that, with that, that, that is like that. That tells everybody that that gives that tells everybody every dude out here that you loose as hell. That's the wrong type of advertisement. And, and the trouble that and the trouble that it can bring. It's going to bring trouble from other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, now I got now I got now I got to fight a bunch of bunch <laughs> right. Of now I got to fight. Now I got to fight a bunch of niggas because uh, bust the head with a bottle. Because they got they because they want they, they want to touch on your booty. What are you saying, <laughs> five harpies? What are you saying, five harpies? I got fight everywhere I go. I, 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 I was just thinking it. <laughs> oh man, I fight to prove my love. My love. Exactly. Every night. <laughs> right. right, and that's sad. Right. It is. It is. And a man want to deal. And a man want to deal with that. No. Yeah. Period. No. We not we not even that's not even a discussion to have in the car on the way home. Yeah. Right. I mean if, if they if they feel though that makes you insecure, y'all can, y'all, then they already telling they don't respect you. Right. What whatever. Try to hear that. <laughs> that's facts. Let me wear what I want to wear. You just don't respect me. I respect you, but Please respect me when it comes to that because and David and uh, Troy, y'all probably agree with me. A, a, a man's love is that's how we were, that's how we interpret love is respect. Mm-hmm. Facts. I just yeah, maybe I just maybe I don't I just want you to respect me. That's all I that's all I want. That's all I that's all I really care about. 
everything else falls in line. But after you do that, everything else falls in line. Why will you show? Will you show me that? Will you show me that respect? I'm gonna give it right back to you because and, and, I see and that you, you respect it, me and you respect my boundaries. And if 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 you ignore an issue that I have, you don't respect. Period. If you ignore anything that I have an issue with, that lets me know a lot right there. So yeah. That lets me know you. you don't, you don't respect nothing. About, you don't give shit about my boundary. And, it's a, and for me, when it, when it comes to that, when it comes to that, if, and this is for men and women, period. This is for men and women. Go equal for men and women. It has to be drawn in the sand at that point. You know, or, you know, because that, because at that point, we we go we'll be like Cartman on South. South. Uh, Park, respect my authority. I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't know. Respect respect is something that I that I'm more cognizant of and want more of than the anything than the anything at this point because I just I rather be I rather be respect. I'd rather be because you can love somebody and you can disrespect the hell out of them. But that's not really love, though. Exactly, though. Correct. But I've seen that happen, though. I've seen... Well, I love you, but I don't respect you. It said that to me. I love you, but I don't respect you, huh? <laughs> that's, like, right. that's like oxymoron. Correct. It's correct. Like, huh? Just let you. I've, uh, I've, I've seen that. Baby, I've you, seen you, that. You, yeah. I've seen that, but. Uh, in the situations that I've know, seen baby, you that know my happen, well, I mean, in situations that I've seen that happen, it's usually when um, there is a male that may not be stepping into his true role. You know what I mean? Um where you have a man that may not be as effective as he could be. So yes, as a woman, you love him. You know, you you want to love him. But again, that 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 goes into another conversation David and I was talking about. That means that you're loving the potential of that man. Sometimes mm. you got to look at the realization of who you with. You know, and you got to go look beyond the potential. Um but, but ultimately you love the potential of this man. But you can't respect them. Like this nigga is foul. You, I mean, it's just shit that you're not doing yeah. right, and and vice versa. Even with women, right. I love you. I would do anything for you. But yo, you wrong. Like the shit you're doing is wrong. You know, you don't you don't value me. You don't respect me as much as I do for you. 
All I'm asking is that you reciprocate what I'm giving you. If you can't do that, it's like, damn, what's the point of us even being here? It's no exactly. point. Exactly. You know, you know, you know, Fred, I heard you say something earlier about um, a lot of men don't, you know, to talk to their sons or their friends about holding them accountable for what they do. But the thing yep. about that is when you get into other people's relationships and you tell a man about his woman or whatever, you you, you could start a fight. I'm, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> we don't throw blows. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it can happen. So for my sure. thing is, you know, you got, how do you change that narrative? It's a question. That's a good question, man. I mean, and I can't give any. Well, I could give one example, but I'm not even sure if it's the right example, honestly speaking. Um, do this. Me and this guy were good friends in California. I was when I was living out there. Um let's just say I witnessed things, witnessed him put his hands on his on his woman. I saw this and I kept witnessing this and kept witnessing this until I intervened and told him, hey, look, bro, that's wrong. You can't do that shit, bro. You can't do that. And I witnessed how it started, how it ended. Sometimes it, it she didn't do, sometimes it was clearly unprovoked by her. Well, most of the time, well, I'll tell you that, most of the time it was clearly unprovoked by her. He just haul off and just whack, just whack her. Mm. So what, one day I intervened. It got to the point where me and him had got a guy to a physical altercation, which landed my ass. It was landed my ass in jail on an assault charge. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. mm. the DA, because the dude wanted to charge me like what I like. Look, you got and I, like I told him, like I told him, dude, you got what you deserved. You put your hands on a woman. You not as a man. You're not supposed to do that. You should have more fucking self control than that, bro. If you if you get that fucking man, take your ass outside, blow off the motherfucking steam, go scream, go yell, do whatever. But please don't put your hands on a female dog. That's not cool. I, I, I'm, I don't I don't want to advocate for it, but I'm I'm gonna say that I hear what you're saying. But like I, I live here in Philly, and one thing I see a lot of. It's women and dudes going at it, and I don't care how many times you try to walk away, get away from her. Yeah. Oh, she gonna get in your face. She yeah. gonna pop you, call you everything out. She gonna do everything until you. No matter how many warnings right. you give her, right. she gonna keep going until you finally pop and snap. Right. And it's like you want to help us, like you know what she asking for. Matter of fact, I'm gonna share a situation. Me and my ex, like years ago, and we were sitting on her steps, sitting here eating some Chinese food, and. He's sitting there watching this chick. She's trying to break into her man's crib. She's trying to climb in his window. So he catches her. So they're going at it back and forth. And then, like, all of a sudden, her girlfriend just come out of nowhere trying to jump on dude. And me, me and we just sitting off in the cup just watching. We ain't saying we just eating our food just watching the show. So <laughs> they all just going at it. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is getting good. So then he all started jumping him. One girl literally jumped out the air. Like, as she was jumping to get him, he, like, turned around. He just caught her and just knocked her completely out the air. At that point, I called. I'm like, 911. Like, it's going down right now. You might want to come down here. <laughs> so they're still going at it. Like five minutes go by, and the station's only like three minute drive away from my house. So there's he's still out there beating them up. They're trying to jump him. I'm like, look, 911. You might want to get your ass down. He about to beat all these bitches the fuck up. You might want to get your ass down here. <laughs> but when the cops Damn. got there, nobody wanted to press charges. And all this started because they were trying to break into his house. Wow. Wow. Now, you know what could have avoided that? What's when that? he dated her, 
and he seen what how she was, and you see the red flag. A lot of people ignore the red flag. Yeah, they can avoid yeah. all of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, the way my Capricorn set up, I uh -oh. see one thing you do five. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Deuces. But you know, we we, we lied to ourselves about the red flag. He said the way my Capricorn set up. We lie to ourselves about the red flag. We see it, but you know, y'all can, uh, and we just right. ignore the shit. Right. Because we don't want to be alone. We don't want to be alone. I need you. I need you to touch. I need to tell you smell. I miss that. I need you to rub, I need you to rub your feet on my, on my stomach. I need all <laughs> so, so that 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 spirit would allow you to settle and deal with all this stuff. But you, you know, know it, it goes it goes back with loving you. How much do you love me? You know that's what fuck you up to and make you throw red flags. Good sex. Yeah. Always. Okay. Always. Oh yeah. Always. They mess you up. Yeah. But boy, you'll rob a bank to say good sex. You you'll kill somebody. Somebody will die. Yeah. You'll burn hand. <laughs> God, God <laughs> made that for a reason. He said, you know oh what? Hey, I'm gonna do something. And if you don't know how to use the wine, let's go mess you up. With great yeah. power comes great responsibility. So that's <laughs> what so I think. Hey, you gotta be responsible. <laughs> but if you ain't right here, you're right here. Oh my so mess up. Here's what it is. I done been there. I can say it. Yeah. I've been there. My name is yeah. David Crowd. I've been there. Boy, 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 I, 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 I done been with one that, that, that maybe what I care our whole family over, over just that. That's how strong it was. So my thing is, you got like I said, how much do you love you to to yeah. settle for it? You know what I'm saying? I'm, you gotta I'm gonna tell you the weird shit I've done for love. <laughs> we all been suckers we for love. Have. We all have. Oh, yeah. We all have. This one chick had me staking out her homegirl's crib. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> no, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't think it. I didn't think it was normal for anyone to be around a homegirl that often, that much like that. And I know her girlfriend be having random dudes coming through. So I'm gonna say, you know, what? I'm gonna walk around and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to her girlfriend's house to see if she's really there. I swear to God, this is this refrigerator is the tree, and this is me. Like I got to the door when I seen her girlfriend come to the door, I'd be looking, and then when her girlfriend got to the door, I just jump right back behind the tree to see you all going up in there. Like I'm like out here at 12 o'clock at night stalking somebody's door just to see if she's really there or not. And I'm ducking behind the, behind trees and bushes. Boy, that coochie was better than the PP loan. That's PP loan. That coochie had some skills coming from it. I'm oh my God! Oh, that's funny. That's so, funny. Oh, so, that's man. funny. I, I understand. But you know, you live and you learn. Everything, yeah. everything just for, for, for learning purposes. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we've all, like Shawan said, we've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. So, again, how much, how much do you love yourself enough to, to, to not settle for craziness? 
and be on first 48 and be on first 48. Hold on, what she just say? Uh, were you about to share? <laughs> I don't think you'll want to hear that. I, I but I have sure we do. of course, you're the minority. Sure, we do. Crouch. Yeah, we don't. Sure. We love sharing. Okay. I've I've had sharing things sharing. happen to me and things that I've done. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I've yeah. been on both sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm familiar. I, 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 I can turn my camera off. I'm familiar. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Crouch. Shut up, Crouch. <laughs> But, um, I mean, I've had situations where, you know, I've dealt with crazy dudes. I, I've had, uh, for instance, I had one that came to my house at the middle of the night. We, we got off at around midnight, and um, we had been arguing or whatever like that. Now, I'm not one to just keep going back and forth, so I just didn't answer the phone. He hated to be ignored, right? Mm. So, because of that... He decided to roll up to my house. Now, the only reason I knew he was there, the house was pitch black, kids asleep. The only reason I knew he was there was because he ended up butt dialing me by mistake. So when I answered the phone, I'm like, hello, hello. And he didn't say anything, but I could hear him walking up the gravel. Opening up his car door, getting in the car, turning on the car. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got gravel outside my house. I knew he came by the alley. Didn't say nothing. Hung up. Next morning, I'm like, hold up. Um, did you come by my house? How you know I came by there? I said, nigga, you was at my house for real? He said, yeah. I was out there because I thought you had another nigga in there and I was going to kill his ass. I'm like, what? I'm like, come on, man. This is fucking ridiculous. Are you serious? You know, all because I didn't answer the phone. Well, you know, it was more than that. But, you know. Right. And me personally, I... I will admit I've had my moments of being digmatized by certain men in my life, you know. <laughs> uh, um, and and it's some crazy shit you'll do. You know what I mean? When you when you sprung. We've all been there. When you yeah. sprung sexually, you'll do some off the wall shit. Yeah. You know, stuff that you never thought you would find yourself doing. It's like crack. It's crack. like crack for real. It really is. But again, it's like it, it's a level of crazy that you don't need to entertain when you're healed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you're not when you're not secure in yourself, you will go to those extremes. And not because you have to, but because you feel like you've got to maintain what it is that you have, even if it's toxic. And that shit ain't cool for nobody. Right. Yeah, and when did toxic become normal for relationships now? It's like everybody oh. wants a toxic relationship. It is. It is. It, I mean, I, I don't know what's worse. My thing is, is it worse to just go ahead and put in the work to heal? Or is it worse to put in the work to keep your relationship? Mm. Either way, nobody wants to do the work. Mm. That's Ask yourself this, which one brings you the most peace? True. 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 
Yeah. Because that's what's important. Yeah, you, you, you get the money shot in. Facts. Yeah. Mm, I think I think the sexist headers all do some weird thing, but you know what? Young fools make wise older people. I know that's right. <laughs> right. 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 I like right. that. I like that. I like that. Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Sure. We can tell y'all your vote. The story we can tell y'all your vote. Y'all better listen and learn. <laughs> Woo. Man, we can give y'all some talk to their team. Oh my god, too many. camera phones running around. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Facts. <laughs> could be worse. You could have went to the. You could have went to the freak Nick, and you all on Hulu. Man. <laughs> So glad I didn't go, and I always wanted to go too. I wanted to go, but I'm glad I didn't. Now that they exposed all the damn people, <laughs> right? <laughs> I heard They're somebody say, me. "I heard somebody say, lot of y'all gonna see y'all daddies on here for the first time." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my word! What? Oh man! I believe man. it! I believe it! I believe it! I believe it! That joint goes, man. Oh my God, that's gonna be crazy. Man, it is. It is. Right, right, right. They talk about we. Oh, will. Are we gonna see your auntie? Uh, hey, you ain't gonna see none of my aunties there, partner. They, 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 they weren't real. They were. They were not real. Are, are, are any of you familiar with the Greek picnic? They used to come out to Philly. Oh, get out. Well, the Greek picnic, the Greek picnic was like that, but the Greek picnic itself wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was the Broad Street and South Street activities that were really more out of control. Oh, shit! It was out of control all the time. It was freaky right here. <laughs> yeah, 90, wow. 94, 94 when it, when it was off the chain. Mm. It was. It was. I'm from Georgia, so I know so I know about that. So bruh. Talk about cats out here studying. But you know what messed Atlanta? You know what messed Atlanta up? All these people that moved down there that ain't from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It did. It did. It did. Yeah. You don't know who from you don't know who from here though, boy. Now, like, yeah, that's true. Right. I moved out here six years ago. Nigga, you ain't you the yeah. native. Right. Atlanta is <laughs> very over. Atlanta is very overpopulated still. Mm-hmm. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all responsible for all the traffic around this bitch. <laughs> By Atlanta, Atlanta got like six, six lane highways in Atlanta. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, oh, bro. It is yeah, still be great. Still, Atlanta got six lane highways. Six lane highway. And traffic still crock up. So. And traffic still stupid on stupid. Mm. On a Saturday, bro. Why is traffic here on a Saturday? Mm. I'm trying try to go to Atlantic <laughs> Station. Why is it traffic? <laughs> have you ever been, have you ever been to Atlanta Airport? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a small city. The, that's one of the biggest airports I've ever been to in my life. I ain't never seen an airport like that. 
Yep, it's insane. You got to take a train to get from one side to the other. That's how, that's how big it is. Yep, oh, yeah, that's train. like Orlando. Orlando's like insane. That. Oh, I miss Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's like that. That's the hugest one I've ever been to. All mm-hmm. yeah, Miss Florida. All Miss Florida. That would be. I'm sorry, I'll miss Florida. Well, I do, but I don't. <laughs> I miss Florida. Shit. I don't. I miss, I, I miss I Orlando, but I don't miss Jacksonville. I ain't go. I ain't going out as long as DeSantis the governor. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not an ideal place for us. Neither is Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to Mississippi neither. Mm. You know they brought that Jim Crow back. Stop. Mm. Yeah, they, they oh, reinstituted yeah. Jim Crow in Mississippi. Mm. 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 We're here. As long as the Sanders is the governor, is the, is the governor there? Mm-mm. <laughs> I will. Jim Crow. Stop playing. Because I'm at the, uh, the first question I'm at. Him. Wow. Yeah, man, look here. Look here. I had a bunch of notes. I didn't even get to it. <laughs> I was literally just thinking, Fred. I was like, man, we done just trampled all over this topic tonight. Like, we done been on everything. But you know what? That's when it seems to flow better, when it just happens. It does. It does. It's just organic. Just let it do what it do. I had a bunch of notes. I didn't get to them. I'm glad. I'm glad glad I didn't get to them. I am glad I didn't get to them because then it would have been boring as hell. Like, this man, this man gonna ever shut up? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right there? Do I even want to talk about any of this shit right now? Nope. Gosh, I sure <laughs> because I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it another time. I mean, I mean, hell, this conversation was a probably is is a is the best kind. It. Now I have I have a question for everybody on the call. It still has relevance and meaning to it. Without, yeah, I I, I have a question for everybody on the call. Hello, Uh, can y'all hear me? I can hear you. What's up? I, I have a question for everybody on the podcast. Shoot. Now, considering how we are about Shoot. women and men and relationships, considering how we are about men and women relationships, what do y'all tell y'all children regarding men and women and relationships and love and all that? What do y'all understand y'all children? What do y'all tell you? Mm. Well, I can't. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's a zero for me. Um, yeah, no little ones. He ain't got no okay. little ones. Troy, Troy out of Troy out of there. He ain't got no little ones. Yeah. Well, well my you. little ones are big ones now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. My little ones ain't little no more. But um, <laughs> honestly, and I guess some people my age would think that my my parenting style is uh, a little. Uh, 
out of the norm. But I believe in just telling my kids the truth. You know, um, it's too many dangers out here for me not to expose them to certain things than for them to find it out on their own. So I take the time to let them know certain things. Yes, um, I may not like all of the choices that they make, but it is my job to give them all of the information that they need. So whatever decision that they make, they make the best and most conscious decision. Now, again, I have to let them know whatever you make, whatever choice you make, just know that there's a consequence for it. You know what I mean? I can't protect you from everything. But I'm going to give you everything that you need so that you can and will make the best decision. You know, um, I have three girls and I have a son. My oldest is 25 and my youngest will be 14. My son will be 14. And um, them girls, I'm telling you, them girls is rough as hell. Okay. Girls is rough as hell. David can tell you because he has heard them some of the stories that they tell. They rough as hell. You say your your oldest son is twenty five. My oldest is twenty five. And your youngest is my youngest is fourteen. I swear to God, if you tell me you sixty or seventy years old right now, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm close to fifty. I'm close to fifty. Okay, cool. I'm close to (laughs) fifty. He was gonna he was he was gonna hop off he was gonna hop off the wheel. You know black don't crack black don't crack exactly I'm close, you know. But um you know I, I just really try to school my girls, especially. You know, I mean I know they feel like sometimes, oh mom, you real lenient, you know, on Carlos and why you let him get away with stuff and I'm like, it's 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 a little different. You know what I'm saying? It, Having a boy child opposed to a girl child is different. And I now understand. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I understand now. There are certain things Definitely. that I will allow my son to do that I'm not going to allow my daughters to do. Right. You know, um, it, it's just weird. But it's like now that I have to parent both sides, I kind of see the difference in why I was taught certain things as a girl where other little boys weren't. You know, me and Tawana had this talk a lot too. Like, um, like we've asked each other, what have you learned having a son? Like she asked me, what if I learned having a daughter? I've learned so much about women through my daughter growing up and watching her, her tendency. I so much understand a woman like I've never understood it before. Having a daughter. My daughter just turned 30. And she has, I got grandbabies now. So it's like, um, with her, I still to her, if the nigga ain't doing what I'm doing by default, you wasting your time. Period. I was the first guy she ever fell in love with. My, my, my daughter, me and my daughter are very close. Uh, she respects everything I say. You know, I'm her only living parent. My daughter's mom died when she was 17. So me and her are extra close. So it's like I instilled in her at a young age what she deserves. And the guy she been with worships the ground she walk on because I plant that seed. So, you know, it, it's all about, you know, tuning up a child the way that you go so you're not depart from it. And you gotta train them. You gotta you gotta plant that seed in it. That good seed. You can't tell them they ain't shit and they ain't gonna be shit. That's right. That's right. That's true. 
Can't do that. And you know, you know what kills me with that? Like when I like see a lot of women talking about how dudes ain't shit, dudes ain't shit, dudes ain't shit, y'all niggas ain't shit. Some of these chicks got sons. I'd be like, damn, you know your son hears all this, and you know what you're putting all in his head right now. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Very damaging. Very damaging. Because right now, with your, with your daughter, you're the first man in her life, so her view on men right. is based off of you, and you're the Facts. first woman in your son's life, so everything on women Facts. is based off of how you are. Correct. Facts. Correct. Facts. Facts. That's, that is that's, so that's true. For real. Now, so, on a side note, I think both of you are single. Y'all look like a pretty cute little kid. Y'all remind me like Tay Diggs and Sinai Lathan, like best man Tay Diggs. <laughs> Not not no no brown no brown sugar oh, Tay Diggs. Not best not best man Tay Diggs. Not best man. Oh, wow. Brown sugar. Oh wow. Oh wow. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill my five shit. I'm just kidding. You just, you just gotta <laughs> so, so David and Shauna, when did y'all first fall in love with hip hop? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He stopped how I play matchmaker. Exactly. <laughs> Black truck woolery in here. <laughs> oh god! But, uh, yeah. To kind of answer your question, man, let me for me now. I, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't present in my kid, in my kids' life, but I was present in my stepchildren's lives. Mm. So for me, it was always trying teaching them. It's always trying to teach them how to be. Especially because, especially her boys, I'm teaching them how to be men, how to be, you know, men of standard, men of integrity, men of honor, and things of that nature. Always trying to show them how to behave a certain way, how to how to walk a certain way, not this, how to, not how to walk a certain way, how to talk a certain way, how to act a certain way. You know, how to how to put how to manage how to manage yourself when you're around other people. You know, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room to be yeah. seen or heard. You can sure. you can just sit there and mind your damn business, and people will come to you. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, you said you said something very important about a man that I think is vital. It's another default app in a man that he should have. Mm -hmm. A man should have integrity. Yeah. Your oh. word is your everything. That's your calling yeah. It can make you or it can break you. Remember, one thing my daughter knows. That if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Period. Yep. So she can't be with no nigga that say they gonna do it and they don't. She out. Deuces. Yes, sir. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what I gotta do. I don't care if I said I did it and I don't have it. I'm gonna figure it out to get it so she can have it. Yeah. Because that's my word. You yep. know what I'm saying? And then that's why she trusts me with her life. You know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah, I think that's definitely another default app in masculinity. Yeah. And man, you should yeah. be having integrity. Yep. And the one I thing, think, I think I, the thing that I, changed with my thing that changed with my with my stepdaughter was because I won't say change, but I had to adjust how I because she's a girl, number one. Number two, I'm just I'm I'm a man, so I can so I'm so I can actually get Give her a game do that, but that whole dynamic changed for me. Changed for me when you know she told me she came. She came out and said that she she like she like women. She like girls. So the mm. dynamic so that it changed, but my approach to it did not change. Right. 
you know, I still told her, hey, look, no matter who you is, male or female, they still have to honor you. They have still have to respect you. They still have to love you and care about you and protect you. If that's if, they, if they're a person about their word, then that's what they should do. Now, if they don't do that, then they then you got then they got then they got to come see me, or I'm gonna pay you a visit. Facts. I, I think I, like, when, like, I don't have no kids of my own. Do not do as a person that's dating, dating my stepdaughter. Nah, we got a problem. Now with with those with her boys, I had to make sure that hey, look, you can't you can't do this with a woman. You cannot disrespect a woman. You cannot dishonor. Or woman, and you cannot. They don't. They can't allow that. You can't allow a woman to do that to you either. Mm-hmm. You're you're a man. You're a man, but you also have emotions. You also have feelings. You also have integrity and honor. If a woman dishonors you or disrespects you, you have you have the right to tell that woman that you dishonored me. You disrespect. Like with me, we're human beings. No, go ahead, man. No, I was gonna, no, I was gonna say I don't have no kids, but like with my exes, with my exes, um, kids and her kids, I think one of the main things I always preach to them is like, no matter what's going on in this world, no matter how much y'all beefing with each other, y'all don't get along. Always remember something: all y'all got in this world is y'all. That's at the, the end truth. of the day, no matter yeah. what goes on outside and what y'all beefing about, yeah. at the end they always have each other's back. Don't let nobody break that up. Yep, that's true. That's, that's true. Definitely. You know, we you have to be able to be. It's it's honor you. It's honor, if I honor you, then my expectation is that you honor me. Mm-hmm. If I respect you, my expectation is that you respect me. Because I think because first because I and like the one thing I told all three of her kids and the one thing I imparted to my daughter, you know, after after her after my blood my my boy my first boy my daughter after she got married, you know, like you know, at the if you respect him. You, if, if you respect him, he'll respect you. If you love him, he'll love you. If you if you allow him to be that protector, that provider, and that person that that you want, that you would you and that you ask God for, then he's gonna give that to you. He's gonna give it to you. Then he'll give that to you and then so. But I also let her know that it's but in order for you to continue to receive that, you have to uh, you have to continue to honor it. You have to continue to honor and respect him. Because the moment you dishonor him by not acknowledging his feelings, by not acknowledging him as a man, by any of that, you pretty much derailed your whole relationship. Exactly. And it boils down to that because, like, the, for me, as a for me as a man, for me, I give people honor and respect off the rip because it's something that is something that you're automatically. Give it as human as a human being. Now you get you get that as long as once you get once you do the, those two things, then that's get those and that's off the basis of you being a human being and also also a man and, and or woman. So those two things for me, and this is that's the one thing I had to teach my teach my teach my ex's sons because they didn't understand they didn't understand why I would always be honorable and be respectful to some of the people, even though those people would say Horrible shit about me. I'm gonna get them respect. I'm gonna get them honor as human beings. Anything, right. everything else, everything else is negotiable. 
Mm-hmm. I don't got to be around them. I don't have to communicate with them. I don't have to talk to them. I don't even have to be in their presence. Right. But sure. the honor them and respect that we could is everything that, it, that people do those, that's when that's when it was to me, and I, and I let them know the minute that someone dishonors you and disrespects you, that's where the response is required. But you tailor your response to you tailor your response as to well, you make your response to how can I say this? Your response should be equal to what you to what you took. It should never be except somebody smacks me in the face. I'm just gonna slap you back in the face. My my response is the same to what you did to me. I'm not gonna go over the top and put it and, and kick you in the nuts or put you in the stomach or anything of that nature just to kind of get a for me to get a point across or to say that you disrespect. You dishonored me. Even if you do that to me, I'm, I may not even like I told my sons. It, because this is something that I had to let them know. Sometimes the best response is no response. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So, somebody say something to you, you ain't even got to get out of pocket. Just nod your head and be like, okay, cool. You can either walk away or you can just be like, you can, you can walk away. Because some people some people don't deserve the responses that you give them. Hell, some people don't even deserve to be even to be even to be even in your presence when they disrespect you or they dishonor you. And for me, it's just simple. I'll walk away. I don't, I pay you no mind. I'll ignore the shit out you. It's it's all it's, it's, it's what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. I don't I don't have to respond. And most most of us as men and I and again I put myself in that same category. My response was always either an angry an angry response or a stupid response or a ridiculous response. I think I think we all know which how which way how those how those fall. If I'm angry, I'm a pub. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take you. I'm gonna try to try to knock your light knock your lights out. Stupid me to love it. Well, I may I may come may say something equally as dumb to what it, what was done to me. Ridiculous me like well shit. I may I may I may do the same action just to be just to just to get try to get even. No, as a man, you have to understand. We we have to understand that. I had to understand that I had to temper my responses to people mm-hmm. because some people just like I said, some people don't deserve the words that come out your mouth. They're not right. even worth the words that come out your mouth. Right. You disrespect me. Okay, cool. I'm good. I'll walk away. Don't it won't say nothing. That person could be still saying all kind of bitch ass niggas and puss ass niggas behind me. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it makes me don't never mind. You can say whatever you you can say whatever you want as long as you put your hands on me. And see, that's what I and that's the thing I had to understand that it's okay it's, for me. It's okay. If I look at it as okay if you you can say whatever you want to me. You can say whatever you want to me or about me. It makes me know. It makes me know. Never mind. I can I can brush it off and be like I'm, I'm cool with that. For me, the moment that you that the moment that you put your hands on me or you or you make a threat or you threaten my family and and or my friends, that's when that's when you got a problem. And I'm like and I'm like David Banner. Don't make me angry because you would not like me. Right. 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 That's true. And a lot of a lot of us may don't. Most of 
Plus, don't even most of us with the most of them do whatever they whatever business they do, and it's cool because they because the boy they bothering us and they harming us. And I think and I think a lot of women take take our take take passivity. For passivity, for passivity, for being weak, it just takes it just takes a lot. It just takes a lot more for me, for a lot more to push my buttons. Right. Just don't put, just don't push the panic button because you push the panic button, well. I'm not responsible for what happened. Yeah, it's like the box of chocolate. You, you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> exactly. you, 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 you go, you get something, but you just don't know what you're about to get. <laughs> Boy, I, I, how many movies have we referenced today? <laughs> <laughs> we done right. a lot of movies today. <laughs> right. You choose violence today. Nobody chose. I didn't choose violence today. Chose me. If you're passive, a lot of women will look at you being like a just real passive dude. It's just like, well, you must be weak. Uh. Uh-uh. Don't 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 think don't no, think no, no, the, no the quiet ones are always the more dangerous ones. Anyway. Hell yeah. yeah. So so my thing is that you know when people argue with you and try to pull your strings, you know, they expect you to respond crazy. It's gonna kill a person a lot more when you don't respond. You cut a person off, you don't leave nothing. A lot of people call it ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You go some motherfucker and don't give them don't give them a chance to even hear a response because they become a non-factor. When you become a non-factor, you wanna you you, you know Shawan cracks up when I say this. You become black history. <laughs> <laughs> you are black history, nigga. Black history. <laughs> <laughs> you made yourself an outline of chalk, bro. What <laughs> I ain't got to, I, ain't, I ain't got time to speak to give energy to nine factors. Exactly. <laughs> who is you, bro? Who is you, dog? <laughs> right. Who, who, who are you? It's it's sad for me because I'm 50 and I'm just learning this. I'm well, I'm I ain't just learning this because I'm working, it's a work in progress. It is it's a work in progress. It is. I ain't even gonna front like I'm learning this lesson. No, I ain't. It's a work in progress. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. Right. Right. But it, it is a it is a work in progress because people go people go pull your uh cord because they know your vulnerabilities. They know they know yeah. your weaknesses. So you know, you know, it's it's harder to walk away. But the like you like Fred said, the best thing to do is to walk away. That's when you become yeah. a man because retaliating ain't gonna do nothing but add uh, it's gonna make it uglier. It's like pouring, yeah. you know. It's just gonna make it ugly. So my thing is, I don't give people that energy. Nope. My circle is extremely small. For I ain't got reason. You negative and all that shit, and 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 and, and, and no, nah, I ain't dealing with you. Period. Bottom line. So my, my, my I can turn on one hand my rotation of people I talk to. One hand. <laughs> one hand. One hand. One hand. And I know a lot of people, but I count on one hand who I talk to. Exactly. <laughs> Fred, Fred to tell you, he knows like me. I'm, I'm the type of person. It's hard for me to walk with. It. Like if you do something or say something, nah, I gotta get your back. But I'm even say something I don't like. Oh, I'm gonna get real. Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high. No, I'm going to hell. You go low, I'm going to hell. Mr. Scott, 
Let me tell you something my grandmother used to say. You know, oh, oh it's old school. It's old school right here. It ain't what you call, it's what you answer to. So my thing is, if, if he call you a bitch, you respond, or you don't. No, yeah. but you know what? I gotta get your back. I gotta get your back some kind. I gotta, I gotta get you back so much to the point where everyone sees I got you back, uh, and we don't have to come this way no more. Like Fred, seen how many times I had to go at people. Oh Lord, have mercy, Jesus. But, I mean, but in the long run, I mean, I, I understand why you would. But don't get right. me wrong. As a man, I understand. I understand. But my thing is that it's like, it's like they have that power over you if you want to respond, yeah. like right. You know, I remember Tyson said that. I don't, I don't respond to nobody like I used to because I, that means they become my guide. Mm. Yep. Because that mm. means they can manipulate how I feel and my feelings and all of that. Yep. That's too much power to give a person. It's too yep. much power. I ain't giving nobody. I don't have to talk about well, it. Well, 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 you, like well, so you call me a bitch ass nigga, a fuck boy. I don't give a fuck what you say. All right. Cool. cool. You know who you, you know who you sounded like right there just a minute ago. What's that? You know you know you know who Stick Meaner is on the Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor. Say what's good, nigga. <laughs> you were talking all that good. Now, you see how I picked up the laughter? That's how you handle it. Now, she want to know. Oh, I'm quick drama. Boy. What? Well, I, I would let you have it five different ways. But you just got to pick your battles. It ain't that simple. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Oh I give you a for, I give you a for effort for that one. That was pretty. Oh my gosh. Oh, that man. was good. That was right off the dome. That was good. That was good. <laughs> this was good. This oh whole, this whole, this whole oh, man. amazing. This was good. Man, look, I, I promise y'all, this was like so this is so amazing. Yeah, this was fire. It's good. I mean, and we gonna have to look at my phone. I'm like, uh, and I'm thinking, like, do I want to touch these notes or not? Nope, not touching them. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't want off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We two hours and fifteen minutes in. Right. Oh man. You got kids. Yeah. yeah. That is funny, man. But yeah, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this time, y'all, man, and. I'm like David, man. I'm like this. It's so it's like circle smaller. I don't hang around a lot of people. Yeah. My girlfriend, my family, my my my, my brother, my family, my family. Those are the people I hang around. They're the, they're the folks I hang around. Everybody else is not. Everybody else are. Everybody else is associates. 
The more the more people you hang around and know, the more influences you gotta find. Even if somebody like it, you nobody can definitely trust. It's, it's too much. It's too much influence, and all people need all you need is a, a a seed of influence, a window of opportunity to make you think that you ain't thinking right. It'll mess you up. Yeah. All right. It is. It is best to surround yourself with positive facts. Period, and don't compromise. It. Positive people that's gonna be around you. People to baby or baby. Pull you to the rug where you fuck up. Hey, look, dude, you fucked up. We need to fix that. <laughs> or better yet, you need to fix that. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, what, what what's the use of having folks that you can trust that they that they can't they can't level with? Facts. Facts. But, but they can't be honest with you. Or see, what you mad for? You the one made a, you the one made a mistake. Right. Pulling you to account. And for me, I, I, I'd, ra- I'd rather have somebody pull me to pull me to the rug and say, hey, "Look, Fred, you did you, you did bad. You, you you got you made a mistake. You got to fix that." Did somebody applaud me for saying clapping their hands for clapping their hands and, and applauding me and cheering me for for being an industrial stiff fuck up? Come on, man. <laughs> right. So I mean, like I said, it's, it's only a few people that I hang around like that. You know, Troy is one of those people. I've known him. I've, I've known the dude for since we've been since we've been around from since Diamond Cup Publications. But he showed, but he but he showed and proven to me that he that he's a stand up dude. Over every over and over again by his actions, I'm like, okay, he showed me that he's a cool dude by by he's he's a stand up cat by his actions. Okay, let me reciprocate that by doing the same. So it's been it's been times that we've talked to we've talked to we we talked to each other off the ledge. We talked to each other one one to another off the ledge, you know. And and I respect that. I respect it for listening to me and be and be and being hard, being hard on me, you know. But also show, but also showing a showing brotherly love to me as well. But it, and, and for me that that means a lot. That means a whole lot. It means a lot to me for somebody that that's gonna be hard. That's gonna speak gonna be truthful to me but also show that brotherly love to me as well and say look man I love you and I and I damn sure don't want you to go this route so live so let's talk about it. Right. I appreciate that man. Appreciate that. Man look I mean I've been I've been wanting to say that shit. I've been wanting to say that shit to you for a minute now but I just couldn't find a word to say to you. So I mean just to let you know that off the rip and like I said, I've been, I've literally enjoyed this conversation, y'all. This has been this has been really cool. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you, I can't tell y'all how much I enjoyed this conversation. We gotta have a part two of this, man, because oh for sure. I had notes and I'm like, yeah, we not, I, ain't, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get to that. I ain't get to that today. We are we are we are we already engaged and stuff like that. So so why derail the conversation with a bunch of notes? Right. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this show. I really did, man. So look here. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give all y'all the opportunity to let everybody let everybody in, in internet land know who you who you guys are, where they can find you guys on social media and all that good stuff. So uh David and Shavon, Shavon, y'all take it away. Okay. Well, I'm David Crouch. Uh uh I have a, a business called a, a custom feature business called Gotti Tapara. Uh, I'm on TikTok, I'm on um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, 
And me and Shawan got a, a podcast called Shaking Up the Algorithms that we're going to uh, redo and come out with. Revamp. Revamp. Yes. In a week or two. Um, that's going to be fun. I look forward to that. Uh, and um, I really enjoyed this. I think it was needed. I think it was very healthy. Black folks getting together and, and being transparent and laughing and talking and not being angry and, and feeling resentful of each other. Just being happy. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoying each other's company. So I appreciate that. And, and that's who I am. Well, uh, Shawan Jones is my name. Uh, As David said, we are the co-host of Shaking Up the Algorithms. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I am also a travel agent, uh, and I own Kindred Souls Travel. Uh, Future author as well, so be on the lookout. That book should be coming out soon. And um, just how soon? How soon? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say within the next 30 days, I'm gonna say that I've been pushing it off for a while, but I'm gonna just be honest this book is not to toot my own horn, but. This book is one of the best that I think I've ever written. Um, it'll be more, but um, this this is a great start. I will say this is a great start. Um, but yeah, look for that. And um, I'll definitely come back on and talk about it when it's published. And um Oh, what else could I say? You know, this has been a great night. I've enjoyed being here with uh, you, Fred, and you, Troy. Like, I, I, this is some great camaraderie. We definitely got to do a part two. We definitely got to do this yeah. again. Um, so. it, it, this was this was phenomenal. This was, you know, history in the making. So I'm looking forward to it again. Yes, indeed. Troy, you you know you already know what's up. You've been on here a couple of times, so well, you already know you already know the shameless plug. Well, all right. I'm author T B Scott. I also write under the name Mr. Chronic Black as well. You can find me on Twitter. No, no, I'm not really on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook and TikTok. Um, you can find all my books on Amazon.com. My, my latest book, I'm actually was finishing up as we're sitting here doing this show because it's past its deadline. But that's coming out soon. The husband of husband of a mafia queen. And you can check out my other books as well. That's on Amazon.com. If you're if you're if you're a fan of real I write fiction stories, but they're based in reality. So if you like this kind of read, then you, you'll love my books. Well, you I'm gonna something. check them out. I'm gonna check them out. You forgot something, bro. What's that? You know, you know, but you you know, you just you the CEO of Seven Crown Publications. Come on now. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, and and, and with the Seven Crown C, and also CEO of Seven Crown Publications with with my with my fiance, Miss Vet, author Vet Wilson. So we both have Seven Crown Publications, and she also has Ball Set Publications as well. So trying to keep it all in the family. That's what's up. That's what's up. See, all the all the other publishers. See, look at her. Well, I might have to call you for the next book. I might have to call you for the next book. Look at that. I, I got a few rolling. I already got them, in, you know. I got them revved up and ready. Okay, we can always we can Uh-oh. always do that. I'm like I'm I'm new. I'm not new to writing books. I'm new to actually being a publisher. But 
my fiance, she's been publishing for a while, so if I don't know what I'm doing, I can always say to say, you know what, you know what you're doing with this better than I am. I can just plug you into her as well. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. E- either way, we'll work it out some kind of way. Okay. But what's the name of the book? You never said what the name of the book was. Uh-huh. Yeah, coming out. The name of the book coming out is called God, Why Me? How I Survived My Life's Trials Through Grace, Music, and Life Affirmations. Okay. So it's it's basically a whole oh, story man. of my life. I'm putting it all out there. You're getting all the good <laughs> from the beginning to now. You're getting all the good. Oh, all the life lessons. All the all, life the, lessons. all the dirt, dirt. All the dirt, dirt. All so, the dirt, dirt. On, on your podcast, y'all still have shows up on. What are your shows? Are your shows on YouTube as well, or it's on YouTube? Yes. I do okay. have another podcast as well. I don't talk about that one too much. That was actually how David and I first connected on my podcast, which is now on Spotify. Um, okay. It's called okay. Trauma to Triumph. Um, and that's kind of like a personal baby for me. But I think shaking up the algorithms kind of took on its own, its own life. And that's become my new baby. So I put all my energy into that one. Is that, is that what is that what the G at the end or just shaking S H K I N? Uh no, it's K I N, no G. Okay. Yeah, so for those that are listening, watching, you know, make sure that you like and subscribe. You know, we would love to have you join us and view our shows, leave some comments, give us some ideas. You know, we're coming up with a few new you know, things that we're going to add some new components. So if you have some, you know, issues that you're dealing with and you want us to kind of help give you some advice or some suggestions or some resolve, you know, be make sure you DM us or um, send us an email to twinforceproductions. I mean, at gmail.com and we'll go ahead and read your story on the air. I just subscribed. And the first one that popped up was episode three, Love Makes Things Happen. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just subscribed. Yes. I ain't going to lie. That was, that was my favorite episode. I ain't even going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite episode. I ain't even going to lie. <laughs> I just the, the one thing I like about it is that you guys just bounce off each other so well. It's like y'all just y'all. It's almost like you know y'all throw y'all y'all throw ideas out there. Y'all just bounce off bounce off them so well, and I and I love that. Mm-hmm. Like that's good chemistry. Yep. Like Batman and Robin. Right. Yeah. Well, Batman and Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on which Robin you're talking about. <laughs> True, true. That's true. Right, right. I mean, we can talk about the Dick Grayson Robin, or we can talk about the Tim Drake Robin. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a comic, I'm a comic book head, y'all. So I mean, yeah. And, and Batman and Wolverine are my two are my two favorite characters, my two favorite comic book characters. So I ain't confront about that. Wolverine, I love Wolverine. Yeah. How you not? The, how can you not angry, like Wolverine? The angry knucklehead. No, and Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, man. Well, hold on. Which one? Johnny Blaze or Danny Pitt? Johnny Blaze. Okay, I'm about to say because I, because if you would say Danny Pitt, I was, I would, I would call, I would, I would talk about you for the rest of the show. I was, I wasn't even familiar with the other one. I was only familiar with Johnny Blaze. I ain't know nothing about the other one. 
So yeah, we, we got we got to talk. We gonna we gotta sit down and talk about because I I could because I think that one was way that was. I got we got I got to tell you about that one because like I said I I collect I could I collect comic books but I don't collect comic books. Mm. Kind of stuff like that. I mean, I still have an old I still have a an old Superman comic book, the first one wow. sitting in my dad sitting in my dad's basement. Wow. The wait, very wait, first one. The very first action he, comics. Didn't he say Dave at the beginning like do poetry or something? Yeah. Okay, I know he said poet at the beginning. Like, I don't do poetry, so I'm assuming all right, all right. So you do poetry. You got yep. poetry books you out as well? No, but I'm in the process of getting ready to get that together. But I've done a lot of poetry slams and stuff. Mm. I traveled in state, different states, and did it. So, yeah, that's a good place to sell books too. Just to, you know, just a little FYI. Yeah, poetry slam, good place to yeah. sell books. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. All right, David. Well, I know how I'm going to utilize you. <laughs> yeah, I, I so enjoyed y'all tonight. The energy was just <laughs> the energy was off the chain, y'all. The energy was off the chain, and I, yeah. I, and I knew my boy Troy was going. Yeah, we got we got we got to run this back. Was going was going to come out the gate swinging so hard. But I enjoyed y'all. I really did enjoy y'all, man. This was this was lovely. This was bad. This yeah. was so lovely. Yeah. I, so. Thank y'all so very much for being here. I, I you guys honor me with your presence. <laughs> and I and I apologize. I apologize for the struggle streaming at first. Um, it happens. It happens. It happens. I apologize for that. So I really do apologize for the take full responsibility for that. You know why that happened? Because we didn't say rest in peace anime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. man oh. say rest in peace. I was man, sick. Me I was too. Sick I was yeah. sick. Gosh. Tina Turner. Mm, mm, mm. Eighty cake anime. Damn, she <laughs> done ate the cake and gone. Mm. <laughs> Damn. You, you know the you know the you know the Ike memes already started showing up. <laughs> yep. I know. I know. Another, another, another icon gone, y'all. Another right. Icon, y'all. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's Definitely. a big one. Yeah, Definitely. big time. Big time. Well, I'm, so, I'm about to go ahead and finish this story up before my publisher get on me. Yep. So, and I'll, and I'll finish, we, as we close out this particular this particular podcast tonight, man, make sure you guys follow us. Follow Trailblazer Radio on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and everywhere else we're on social media. But make sure you follow Shaking Up the Algorithms podcast on their YouTube channel, man. And also, if you guys check out their episodes, if you and if the content resonates with you, please hit that subscribe button and also get hit that bell notification so you guys can be notified of when their next episodes come out. Same thing with us on Trailblazer Radio. We're on YouTube as well. We're also on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, geez, anywhere you get audio streaming, audio streaming stuff, at we're there. Um, make sure you like, make sure you like and follow us, man. If if the content re- is relatable to you, and if you can get down with us, man, please follow, like, and follow us, man. Um, it's it's it takes a lot for it takes a lot for us to stand to get in front of this micro, get in front of these microphones and these cameras to be as candid and be as open and as, as transparent as we are, and to leave everything out there on the table 
when we when we did when we disconnect from this microphone, these microphones and these cameras, and still kind of maintain a sense of who we are outside of them. So it it does take work, it takes effort, but it also takes a level of transparency and openness openness for us as creatives to do this to do this type of thing. And it's it's not easy, but we but we but we do but we do we don't do this for our own benefit or our own benefit. We do it because there's people out here that can that can be affected and be impacted by the words by the words that we say by the conversations that we have. So we want to keep these conversations going so people can learn and can heal and can grow. Because you know, there's no knowledge without power. And then if you and if you ain't if you ain't knowing nothing, then you ain't growing. You ain't growing at all. You ain't growing nothing either. But yo, we about we about to get up out of here, man. Thank you to Shawan Jones and David Crouch and my brother TV Scott, man, for being here tonight, man. Yo, check out my life has destiny on Thursday tomorrow night. I have no idea what they're talking about, but whatever they're talking about, probably gonna be good. Um, also, check out Critical Conversations on Saturday. Uh, don't know what my sister LHG is going to be talking about, but I know what she's talking about is going to be good. Um, other than that, man, you guys, we thank you guys so much for being here, and you guys have a wonderful night. We love y'all with the love of God, with the love, love of God. But as I always like to say when I close these things out, man, number one, be kind to each other. Number two, take care of each other. Last but not least, it's a crazy-ass world out here, y'all, so please... Above all else, please just be safe out here, man. We love y'all. We appreciate it, everybody. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night.